Podcast. Let's talk about the weather. Hey, hello everybody to today's episode of Podcast. Let's talk about the weather. Today we will talk about um, solar energy generation. And I have two very experienced guests, knowledgeable people that I'm happy to work with. The first one is Mark Korivar, our scientist from Delft. Hi, Mark. Hi, Martin. Thank you for the uh, introduction. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to uh, uh, to be here and uh, participate in the in this podcast. And on the other hand, uh, we have Sayat Padalkani. Hi, Sayat. Hi, Martin. Sayad is working in the technical support and service department of our company, so he's close to the customer and the products, whereas Mark is on the scientific side of things. And I'm very glad that both of you joined so we can tackle an important and increasingly important topic. And this is soiling. Soiling is basically, and Mark, you can correct me uh, afterwards, um, when the BV panel gets shaded by, for example, dust or sand, and the sunlight cannot come through. And this is important, or this is an important topic, because we generate less energy. And when we look at the solar energy landscape in 2021, for the first time, uh, we have generated as a world population more than 1000 terawatt hours. So we have more and more energy generated. And this is not only due to um, new solar plants being built up, but also to a more efficient operation. And soiling is now becoming an increasingly important topic. So, Mark, now it's your time to correct my uh, banal in introduction. Yeah, Martin, I have nothing to 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 remove or add to that. I think that uh, was uh, spot on. Yeah, soiling, as you said, is mostly from mineral dust, which we would know from desert or semi-desert-like environments. There can also be other sources of soiling, but we see typically that uh, those other sources, they play a smaller role. And so some of those uh, sources can be, for instance, pollen in, in certain seasons, or it can be some soot from uh, exhausts. But yeah, I think the main uh, main source of, of soiling is from mineral dust. Why do you think is this an important topic? Why should What is the impact of soiling in general? As the years have gone by since, uh, let's say, maybe 2016, 17, more and more people in the PV industry have uh, discovered the, the importance of soiling. And there is a nice publication by uh, Clemens Ilse from 2018, where he calculates the, the monetary value of soiling. And he comes to a number of three to five billion euro in 2018. And we all know the solar market has grown tremendously since then. So extrapolated to today, that would be four to seven billion euro. So that is a huge amount of money that potentially can be lost if soiling is uh, not treated accurately. Sayat, from your experience with the customers, who are who of these are suffering most from soiling? Where is this a really hot topic? 
Indeed, I would say everyone which is kind of involved in solar industry could be, you know, the power generators, the stakeholders, decision makers, policy makers, etc. And and uh, you know the fact that the soiling is site specific and is strongly influenced by local climatic conditions, you know, it's making it even I know a bit challenging to come up with a solution that works for everyone. So it's normally treated regional and uh, the climate and meteorological conditions affected diverse mood, uh, the, the, the process of depositioning dust and uh, the, the amount of the particles that adhere to the surfaces. So people are already, you know, trying to come up with solutions to measure and tackle this challenge. And as Mark mentioned, you know, this is like a growing concern. And the fact is that these estimations uh, that Mark also mentioned are even rather conservative and normally do not consider the additional cost of non-optimized PV cleaning schedules or cleaning rooftop installations, which are, of course, costlier than, uh, you know, cleaning ground mounted PVs. So, yeah. The, the soiling is hitting us right in the valley in terms of the uh, economics. And the rate is just growing. The, the amount of loss is just growing, mainly driven by increased deployment of PV in high uh, soiling affected regions like China or India, as well as the uh, you know, low predicted electricity price. Uh, you know, which then reduces the incentive for cleaning. And on the other hand, PV module uh, efficiencies keep rising. Rooftop installations are uh, are, are growing, are they're predicted to increase, and uh, the the potential effects of even the climate change might promote the uh, soil aridity. So indeed, uh, the importance of soiling, uh, soiling uh, should not be underestimated. And it is crucial that, you know, the, as mentioned, the power producers, manufacturers, and policymakers understands the causes and effects of soiling and collaborate together to develop solutions that will uh, eventually help to uh, tackle this challenge. Was waiting for rain not an option? I mean, India and China, they have a lot of rain too. Well, yes. So, raining is considered as a cleaning agent, but it doesn't work all the time, you know, because it doesn't happen in, in all the regions. And if you want to effectively tackle it, tackle the soiling, you first need to address the affecting parameters, then provide means to measure it or model and forecast it. And finally, go for an active or passive uh, an active or passive cleaning technique to mitigate the effects, which uh, the natural cleaning agents are one of them. What are others? It's a whole spectrum of uh, cleaning methods that range from the completely manual cleaning methods to sort of semi-automatic cleaning methods, whereby you maybe have a truck that moves a, yeah, let's say, a cleaning brush over uh, the solar modules, or you have a robot which requires some assistance in the form of uh, carrying a, a power cord or carrying a water hose so that the robot uh, has uh, 
water and power to perform its job to the fully automatic uh, cleaning method where a a uh, completely independent robot performs the cleaning without a, uh, let's say, humans having to uh, support uh, the robot. So that's sort of, uh, yeah, sort of the different methods that are that are available. And yeah, depending on on the region and depending on how much soiling do you have in a certain uh, region and what what are the labor costs. Uh, you get a different, let's say, optimal cleaning uh, schedule. But yeah, the, the the thing where it starts is knowing how much you're losing in your power production today. What is the soiling on your PV modules today? Because when you know that, then you have a tool in your hands to to say, okay, now I'm actually going to gain money by cleaning today. Or you maybe know the soiling is not so much yet. I can still wait. And, and look again next week if it's going to save me more money to clean and and produce more energy uh, or, or, or to, to wait. And are people already acting like this or do they have schedules like I have to clean my modules every other week, for example? Basically, according to the recommendations of IEC 61724, you, know, you, you need to consider monitoring soiling if the soiling rate is estimated to be higher than two percent so to answer this question i would say a lot of our customers uh, that are generating solar powers no matter which system is that is it like um, a pv or csb or uh, other types of uh, solar systems uh, which are experiencing relatively significant amount of soiling during the year they are either you know, using some sort of systems and sensors or they are planning to you know, take this into account. And there are multiple options there to you know, multiple methods of measuring soiling. And depending on the you know, scale and, and the type of the plant, you can take different approaches. If the first one is basically the visual inspection, it's like a subjective method. You can you can go and check visually your solar panels and assess the level of dust. But of course, this is not applicable in in, in large scale plants, and this doesn't work. Then an alternative method is to uh, measure the performance ratio and the analysis of the panel, uh, analysis of the power generated by the panels, uh, or by the system, and uh, you know, you can compare the actual output of a solar installation to its expected output, and then you can kind of estimate the uh, the impact of soiling. But this is rather too much complicated because there are you know, tens of factors playing role in the power generated by a PV module, and it's not really practical in the field to rely on that merely. So basically, you will have to have sensors dedicated to measure soiling. And a term that is being used, it could be a system. So if you again refer to the IEC, one of the approaches to measure soiling is to use two uh, uh, identical reference uh, PV cells put together. Uh, within an installation, and then uh, you start to measure either the short circuit current of the power of the uh, clean panel and compare it to the power generated by the dirty panel, and then you come up with you know an estimation of how much power are you losing. So um, basically, I would say 
this this is like a good and well-established method. However, it requires tremendous amount of, you know, it, it is, it requires maintenance on a daily basis. So you need to make sure on a daily basis that one of the reference cells are clean. And yeah, this, this is kind of not really pleasant for the plant owners because it demands lots of labor time. And there are other innovative technologies for measuring but, but the so let, let me ask a question here. So, but that also um, means that you need several of these reference stations, right? Across, I mean, across a big site. Yes. So the yeah. impact of soiling can vary. Whether you have, yes. I mean, the ground can be different or the impact of wind at that specific location. Yes, exactly. So regardless of the method and technology that you're using to measure soiling, uh, for the location and numbers, IEC 61724 has its own recommendations and it's per AC system size in megawatts. So for instance, you would require two sensors for the plants with the size smaller than uh, 40 megawatts. However, this is just a sort of rule of thumb. And even within a single site, dust is location specific. So it might be the case that the dusting profile at the east side of the plant is different from the west. For instance, when uh, you know you have different ground textures or wind velocities or directions. So the best practice, of course, based on the budget, is to observe the site and check if you can divide it into several regions, each representing a specific dust region. Uh, uh, throughout uh, your, your your power plant. And normally, if we have one sensor, because of the budget, we put it in the middle of the plant, so that is kind of representing the majority of the site. And if you have more, we start with the corners of the site, because those might be, those might provide a better representative of the measurements. And uh, in general, to answer your questions, uh, you know, it, it's really site specific and you need to decide how many you go for. Yes, this is a, a recommendation, uh, actually, I think a requirement from the IEC 61724 that depending on the, uh, the system size of your PV plant, so how many megawatts you have, you, you, you are required to uh, use a certain amount of, of soiling sensors. And when you are talking about a really large plant, then that that can be uh, uh, maybe eight soiling sensors uh, over over a wider area. And also from a standpoint that uh, soiling is indeed, as you say, Martin, it's dependent on maybe the location in the site. It is also advisable to to measure in in multiple places. And of course, if you have these uh, reference cells installed in multiple places in the plant, it would um, be quite a bit of work for the the operator to go past all these uh, uh, reference cells and clean one of them, um, which is of course a benefit of the dust IQ that you don't have to go there to clean it uh, you get your soiling measurements um, sitting in your office uh, in in your uh, where you have your dashboard. Mark, some listeners may not be aware of that. Uh, what what is the dust IQ? Oh yes, yeah, sorry for uh, uh, 
in, talking about it before, the Dust IQ is the product for uh, from Kippenzonen, and it uh, is a soiling uh, measurement device, which uh, can be mounted um, uh, preferably uh, next to a module. So it would be mounted as you would say maybe not completely vertically but it would be diagonally mounted and um, the reason why we advise that as opposed to mounting it above or below uh, the PV modules is that there can be a difference in how much soiling you have at the lower part of the PV module and the upper part of the PV module. Um, Typically, we see that at the lower part of the PV module, you get somewhat more soiling than completely above the highest module. So if it is um, mounted on the side of the module, that's sort of the, the preferred installation position. And yeah, the way DustAQ measures soiling is that there is that it is an optical soiling measurement technology whereby you have a, a light source, an LED that shines light on a piece of glass, which is uh, uh, the same glass that you have in PV modules. And then there is a sensor that detects how much of the light is reflected back. And when you have a clean uh, module, there is very limited amount of light that comes back. But when you get soiling on top of the, uh, the glass, more light starts to come back. And in this way, the dust IQ can, after a calibration, can give you uh, the amount of soiling you have on your modules. So when a fully, uh, with a really dirty panel, all the light gets reflected. Yes, if the panel is very dirty and uh, yeah, there are places where it, it can get very dirty, like uh, um, in publications, we've seen that you can get 32% in Saudi Arabia from, let's say, informal talks. We've heard that you can get up to uh, 50 to 100% blockage in, in some of these areas if you don't clean the modules. Uh, yeah, you, you can imagine that with a completely uh, blocked uh, module, then a huge amount of light comes comes back. Um, but the dust IQ can also measure much lower values of soiling. So we're talking about uh, a couple of percent uh, of, uh, of soiling. Sayad, you are also holding trainings for, for customers who are using this, this sensor and others. Um, what is your experience with uh, their feedback? How how do they like the sensor? How What questions do they have related to it? Is it still something new for them? Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for bringing this up, Martin. So basically, when it comes to the uh, measurement of the soiling level in your side, depending on the type of the sensor that you deploy in the field, the results might be different. And the approaches that you take to uh, calculate the amount of actual lost energy due to the soiling might be different. Considering dust IQ, the majority of the questions are related to how to post-process the data of the dust IQ and come up with the with an average daily uh, you know, soiling loss value. Uh, 
that is then taken into account in the performance ratio of the PV panel. And I would say basically that's really simple to post-process and, and interpret the dust IQ data. And uh, basically starts with an outlier rejection and removing, you know, the data that is not really relevant to soiling measurements that could happen because of, you know, any sort of disconnections or sometimes you have highly reflective material like a snow on, on the dust IQ and that might be the reason for generating, you know, some high peaks in your readings, of course. You try to get rid of those measurements and you take into account the environmental parameters as well. So when it's when it's raining, you know, the measurements will not be really useful. And we tend to use the data in the solar noon. So the next step will be to take the solar noon data, a window from, you know, normally between 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and then do the averaging and you come up with an average value, basically normally per day, and then you take this into account in your calculations. So I, I know you've held a webinar on that. So for people who are interested in the post-processing of the soiling data, I will put that in the description under this episode and link it to that. Um, apart from this, so the, so the dust IQ is measuring soiling in real time, right? But we need a sort of uh, average because this is enough. For the evaluation. Did I get that right, Sayed? Yes, you know, soiling is really a slow phenomenon and you wouldn't expect, you know, a sudden or abrupt change in the level of soiling in a certain region. Uh, so basically we tend to use uh, a specific time of the day which doesn't really include the morning or evening dew and we have enough around or higher radiance in comparison with the rest of the day so we can ensure that our measurements are reliable so we normally advise to take samples in the solar noon and perform the smoothing so that you, you come up as you mentioned like one with one measurements per day for your soiling so i see that we're coming closer to to the end of this episode um, but as a final question for both of you how do you See, is there a trend of the recognition of this phenomenon? Are people getting more aware of that to make their plants more efficient? What, how would you reckon that? Yeah, I think uh, that over the years I've seen a growing knowledge on the customer side and also on the, the, the researcher side that soiling is a very important phenomenon. And I think like something like four years ago, people already realized it is important and this is only growing and next to it, the solar market is growing, So, which is also expected to grow for the coming year. So I think this topic will, will only become more important than it already is. Yes, definitely. You know, I can say from a number of questions that we receive on a daily basis from plant owners in this regard. So. Uh, I also think that, again, as mentioned, you know, considering with the all the growth happening in the PV market, uh, this is going to play even more significant role in the performance of the PV plants, and uh, you know, should be taken seriously. And uh, we need to work on solutions to that helps us to better detect and mitigate the effects of soiling. It's a great closing. Sayat and Mark, thank you a lot 
for being my guests today. Uh, I guess we will not speak about that for the last time, since uh, I have detected so many interesting topics, let alone in this conversation, cleaning robots, schedules, uh, uh, the shading and so on. So looking forward to talking to you again. And for now, see you next time. Bye. Yes, thank you, Martin. It was a pleasure to be here. Goodbye. Yes, Martin. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Let's talk about the Weber.